name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. So we continue this beautiful celebration between Lent and Holy Week. Lazarus Saturday and Palm Sunday, and we celebrate this beautiful moment in the life of Christ where he raises his friend from the dead, his friend Lazarus. So we hear these words, friend, my friend Lazarus is dead. What raised Lazarus from the dead? God just said, I'm strong and powerful, raised from the dead. Love, his love raised Lazarus. It was the love of God that raised Lazarus. Lazarus Lazarus was dead. His creation, his friend had died, and he wept. And so his love raised Lazarus. We need to really take stock in this. God loves us that much to raise us from difficulties, from troubles, from trials. Why does he do that for us? Say it. Love. The love of God. It is the most powerful thing in the universe. The most powerful thing in the universe. The love of God. We celebrate that continuation, and of course, people began to hear of this miracle and began to crowd around him to the point when he came in, this must be the Messiah. This is the King of the Jews. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We see all these words and this activity in, um, in and among the Jews, how important this was to them. The Messiah is here. We've been waiting for 2,000 years. The Messiah is here. And they put palms on the ground and they worshiped him. So, today, um, let me back up a bit. During our Lenten journey, we do a prayer called the Prayer of St. Ephraim. It's a beautiful prayer. O Lord and Master of my life, take from me a spirit of laziness, faint-heartedness, love of power, and idle talk. But freely give to me, your servant, a spirit of soberness, humility, patience, and love. Yes, O Lord and King, grant that I may see my own faults and not condemn my brother. Amen. A beautiful prayer all through Lent for 40 days we do that. And so we, we discover in that prayer... Uh, things we need to work on. We see that. And things we need to acquire or things we need to get rid of. Right? Laziness, faint-heartedness, love of power, and idle talk. I need to deal with those things. Give me a spirit of soberness, humility, patience, and love. I need these things. Help me not judge others. I need this. But the key to that prayer is the first line. O Lord and Master of my life, if that's in place, everything underneath it starts to become possible. If you're trying to do those things without Christ being the Lord and Master of your life, it becomes intensely difficult and very frustrating. 
so the question today is, is Christ the Lord and Master of my life? I don't hear any answers. I think you're kind of deliberating. You're deliberating. Hmm, that's a good question, Father Nicholas. Let's talk about it. Yes or no? Well, let's say it this way. Would you like Christ to be the Lord and Master of your life? Yes. I don't want you to be lying here. That's what we want, right? Lord, be the master of my life. That's this day. That's this day. I forgot my palm here. That's what we're holding these up for. Lord and master of my life. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is my declaration. At least, Lord, help me. Help, help me find that place in my heart where you are the Lord and master. This is our declaration today. We make this, this we, we're with the, those throughout the world are saying, Lord and master of my life. Okay? We want this. Okay? We want this. Very important to us. So, Lord and master of my life. Um, so we hear these words, Hosanna, which means we pray thee save. Save me, Lord, save me. Save me from myself, save me from my troubles, right? save me from the struggles of this life that take me down. He may not fix the struggles, but he can allow us to endure them to his glory. Okay? Lord, help me. That's my declaration today. Save me. Okay, so we hear this. There's kind of two things that are happening then today. One is I'm saying, Lord, be the master of my life. And also, save me. Come and help me do this. So we're making kind of two things are happening. One is I'm making a declaration, Lord, be the, be the master of my life. But also, I'm asking you to come and help me do this. And I want to encourage us that it doesn't take much to get God to respond to you with his grace. Every request you make to God, he responds to you with grace. You may not feel it. It may not come immediately. But every time you say, Lord, help me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, help my son. Lord, help my brother. Lord, help my friend. Every time you say that, a grace comes from God to, to begin to make work in that arena that you have requested. Every time. And God shows us this very dramatically in, in many instances, but in three particularly. One, in the story of the prodigal son. When the prodigal son began to return to his father, what was his request? Let me just be a servant. I'm no longer able to be a son. I've squandered everything. I just want to be a servant. What did the father do at this request? Just let me be a servant. My son has returned. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, a robe on his shoulders, and bring him back into the family. My son was dead, and now he's alive. 
my son was lost and now he's found. Let's have a party. And all the request was, just let me be a servant. You see the grace of God at work there? How powerful that is for us? Another beautiful example of that is the thief on the cross. He knew he was worthy of death. And all he, his only request was what? What? Remember me in your kingdom. I, I know I'm not worthy to be there, but just remember me. And what did the Lord say? Today you will be with me in paradise. A request. Just remember me, Lord. And how did God respond? Come to paradise with me. Your heart is good. Your heart is right. Very, very powerful and beautiful. And then the uh, publican, the publican, comes into the sanctuary, has no righteousness about him. And he knows this. He can't even come to the front, so he stays in the back of the church. And he beats his chest, and what's he say? Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's his only prayer. And what's God say? That one goes away justified. His humility and his repentance are deep. All See how simple the prayer is, but how powerful God responds to it? We need to get this that our prayers are responded powerfully to God. We may not see them dramatically happen all at once. We may need to continue to do them over and over again, but every time we pray, a grace is given into that circumstance. Every time. Sometimes it's dramatic, sometimes it happens quickly, sometimes it takes a long time. But every time we pray, a grace is given. We pray. The save, O Lord, right? Save, O Lord. So today, uh, I want to encourage us in two things. One is that we are making our declaration today, Lord, be the master of my life. Hosanna in the highest. Save me from the difficulties of this, of this life. So these palms then become two things for us. They become a declaration, right? A declaration. But they also become for us a weapon against the wiles of the enemy that are, will try to take these things away from us. Do you ever feel like there are things that are competing with the Lord being the master of your life? You know what you need? A sword! You need a sword, right? You've got to push that away, that, that, that appetite that defeats you, that memory that defeats you, that thought that's defeating you. You can fight it off with this commitment to Christ. Because remember, not only are you making the declaration that you are that Christ is the master of your life, but you're also counting on him to help be your defender. He goes before you. Save me, Lord. Help me fight these battles that are before me. So today, a beautiful thing, a declaration 
Lord and Master of my life and a weapon against the enemy that tries to take that place in us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen.